This is Podco Media Networks. Welcome to Citizen CEO. Today's guest is Dina Herbert. Dina is co-founder, president, and chief operating officer of Thomas and Herbert Consulting. With over 33 years of experience in strategic planning, organizational development, leadership, and business transformation, she provides strategic advisory support services to various clients and mentees. Dina oversees the daily operations of TNH and serves as a certified executive and leadership coach for executives in government, faith-based organizations, and other client organizations. She's also a co-founder of three joint ventures, P3 Innovation, Agility, and MTNH. Today, Dina shares her insights on establishing and maintaining healthy partnerships based on her 24-year-long partnership with Rodney Thomas. Thanks for joining us today on Citizen CEO, Dina. It's a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you, Kim. I truly appreciate the opportunity and it's truly a joy just to share. Awesome. Can you talk to me a little bit about Thomas and Herbert Consulting? What do you guys do? Sure. So Thomas and Herbert Consulting was founded in 1996 by myself and Rodney Thomas. Rodney Thomas is the chairman and CEO, and I serve as the co-founder, president, and COO. And what we do, what we offer to the market pretty much stems around four core competencies, business transformation, systems development and integration, enterprise architecture, and then last but not least, program and project management. And that those four things fall under the umbrella of management and IT consulting. Under each one of those core competencies, Kim, we offer many solutions and standards and templates, and we have tools that we use, digital, you know, innovative tools that we use to help facilitate our services. And so that's pretty much a summation. Okay. And I've always been super interested in your partnership with Rodney. You're one of the few male, female CEO, CEO <laughs> teams, executive teams that I've come across that are not actually married. So I'd love to talk a little bit about how you found this great partner and how you knew it was the right fit. That's an excellent question. I've had the pleasure of knowing Rodney prior to Thomas and Herbert being established. We were, we met as students working for the federal government. Then it was called the Stay in School Program, where we were full-time college students working part-time for this federal government, for this agency called the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers in their data management office. And there we were students learning. We were pretty much doing administrative work, but we got to build a relationship. And so really two folks, really inquisitive, wanted to learn more about data management, information systems and business modernization. And luckily we had a group of people who truly invested in our in us and mentored us and allowed us to be exposed to supporting many wonderful business assistance modernization projects. We were trained by them using various methodologies to facilitate process improvement and data analytics. And so he and I built a relationship working for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Data Management Group. Well, our careers really started there. We were introduced to small companies, small businesses actually there. We get went to work for small businesses who ended up being contractors that supported that office and fulfilling some of their requirements. We continue to, you know, build our relationship, you know, just trying to 
learn and understand some key concepts then. It was then I think it was called total quality management or business process reengineering. And so we were learning some excellent skills and competencies in those areas. We eventually left that office though, and he went his way and I went mine. And then, you know, just coincidentally, we ended up working back at KPMG P. Marwick in the same practice where we helped to facilitate taking their tax and audit practice to into a consulting role within the federal government. So this was KPMG Pete Marwick. And that was a phenomenal experience. We had a wonderful partner and excellent experience and training again that we've gained through that organization, allowing us to truly consult for the government, leveraging a lot of the experience and the knowledge that we gained supporting the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers as students. So all of the skills and competencies that we had gained, we were able to put it to use in building out that practice for KPMG. We stayed there for three years, Kim. Learned oh, wow. all kinds of stuff. It was such an awesome experience supporting the Department of Finance and Accounting, DFAS organization. We supported many government organizations, one of which was the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. So he and I brought that business back into KPMG, introduced that relationship that we had with the Corps of Engineers to KPMG, and we ended up supporting them again. And so it was a wonderful journey. It was a wonderful journey. We stayed there for three years and then we decided to start Thomas and Herbert Consulting. Rodney has always had a passion, comes back, has a background of entrepreneurs within his family. And I have a passion to serve and help people. I just love serving and helping people, whether it's our clients, our staff. My passion is seeing that everyone is moving forward, evolving, having an opportunity to use their skills and competencies and we can do together great, great, great things. And so the combination of what Rodney brings and, and my skills and my passion formed TNH in 1996. So it'll be 24 years in business come May of 2020 and, you know, met phenomenal people like yourself and Biffrey with Applied Development, had great partners, learned a lot, Kim, learned a lot. We made mistakes. We learned from those mistakes, though. And I think that that's what has allowed us to be who we are today as an organization and continue to support federal agencies such as the Department of Veterans Affairs and the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Service and the Department of Housing and Urban Development. So we're still supporting agencies today that we've had for a long, long time. And that's wonderful, wonderful opportunity. It is wonderful. And I just wanted to take a moment to congratulate you and Rodney on the longevity of your business. It's not often that we come across government contracting firms that can claim success for over 24 years. So kudos to you guys. That's, Thank that's you. just wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I can I just say that we would not have made it this far without attracting and retaining some phenomenal people. We've had staff members who are phenomenal, who share the same values that we have. We're a values-based organization. You know, we truly value our relationships with our staff and our partners. We're not a perfect organization by far, but I would say that we truly value, we strive to build, you know, a great relationship. And our staff really bring that with them. They care about the quality of work. They care about the relationship with their peers. They care about, you know, doing something great that would bring value and benefit someone else. And so we could not, again, have not 
achieve any of this without our staff. So I just want to just, you know, give them all of the credit, uh, you know, some of the credit because I think it really takes a village. It takes a unity and collaboration and working together and really supporting your differences where your differences is what makes you great. And when you can support that and really elevate each other and support each other, that's when you can do some phenomenal things. So I'm really appreciative of them. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm so happy to hear you talk about being a core values-based organization. And when we get into the culture conversation in a few minutes, I want to dig deeper into that. But before we move on from the partnership, fast forward 24 years now, that is a long time. Most <laughs> marriages don't last 24 years. What's the secret sauce for maintaining a healthy partnership? Tell us, tell the people. Oh my goodness. The word is a healthy partnership. I would say one of the first things that I think is so key is that you don't lose who you are as individuals, that you're bringing in what your belief systems, your belief, what your values are, that we are individuals beyond our roles and our positions. And I think if we can keep that at the focus of the foundation for the relationship, where you have mutual respect and trust and there's a set of values that are just non-negotiables. And when those become negotiables, that's when you kind of see things kind of get rocky. I truly have been blessed. I can't say that I could have picked a better partner who is very passionate about doing something great within the market. We started out as a family-based organization. He and I share similar values. We're really close to our families. We value our families. We value relationships. And I think, you know, just that area being one of the areas that we have in common has kept us and and really helped us to kind of get us over some of the hurdles. I would say don't sacrifice that because that's where, you know, when things get rough and they will, when you have tough decisions to make and you will, when you have disagreements or you have to kind of work through a few things, the foundation that's going to keep you is your belief system. And so and not forgetting who you are and that your mistakes, your position, because we carry many hats, don't make us up as the person. Those are things that we do. So, you know, when we lose sight of who we are, then that's when you're in trouble. So we talked a little bit about the partnership now. Let's talk a little bit about what that defining moment was for you all when you you decided to finally push the magic button and launch Thomas and Herbert Consulting. Most folks have like one particular incident or moment or point of inspiration that took them from thinking about it to actually executing on the concept. What was that moment for you all? Rodney and I had been talking about you know, the possibility of starting a firm periodically while we were employed with KPMG. But I think the very defining moment is when we ran into the very people that mentored us back at the Corps of Engineers and they were really seriously wanted us to get back engaged with them on a, you know, for a longer term and, and start working with them to kind of craft out what the future will look like. I think when we started evaluating what we wanted and I quite honestly, Kim, I was six months pregnant. So I gave birth wow. to two babies in 1996. I gave one a birth to one in January and we started TNH in May. And so that was a real crossroads for me. That was a crossroads for me because I was a single parent. I've been a single mom, working professional entrepreneur that had dreams and the passion and knew that we could create and do something great. And so when the clients at the Corps of Engineers were fully supportive of that, 
we said, okay, well, you know, let's see how this, how we can move forward and keep a positive relationship with KPMG as well as our relationship that we have built for numerous years with the managers at the Corps of Engineers. Our customer, one of our customers was Constance Denby, who we still talk to today. And I cannot thank her enough. Several people who have helped us over the years. So when they gave us another opportunity to come back and get really fully ingrained into their business, we knew it was an opportunity that we probably needed to kind of latch on to. And then also KPMG supported us. They allowed us to leave, but also maintain positive relationships with them. So we were subcontractors on their contracts. And so, you know, things just fell into place. I think it was something that was truly meant to be. Looking back at it, things kind of came into place. We built new partnerships with other companies that allowed us to work at the core. We had no vehicles. We were introduced to companies that had contracting vehicles that would allow us to sub to them. And it just came into place. I was the person that was over that account. Rodney and I knew that, you know, we had to go and build some more business. So he was the BD guy and I made sure that we delivered on that account. And so we just divided and conquered. We stayed in the areas where we both were strong. So in, I was the HR person in contracts and he was the finance person in business development. And that's when you're staying true to yourself, looking at what do you do well? Let's come together. Let's really think through how we're going to move forward in a very cohesive manner and still stay true to our values. And so I cannot leave this whole interview without recognizing several people within the Corps of Engineers who were phenomenal in supporting the small business community, Thomas and Herbert Consulting as one of them. Awesome. Okay. So it really sounds like that value that you expressed a few moments ago of really appreciating family, nurturing relationships really is kind of what led to this opportunity with the core of engineers by nurturing that professional relationship over the years. You found yourself in a position where your customer really wanted to work with you, right? Even though you were not Thomas and Herbert yet, and that presented this unique opportunity. Yes. Um, so really interesting to see how your own values and staying true to them really kind of paved the way yes. for T&H's first opportunity. Yes. And I think yes. that's a great lesson for anyone who's listening out there who might be considering starting their own firm. Yes. So I just wanted to, to point yes. that out. Yes. Yeah. And they were a customer for seven years, at least seven or eight years. So it was a long-term relationship even after that. You know, that, that just really opened us up. We, you know, it allowed us to go to conferences and meet more people and travel across the nation. And so I just, you know, that was a very critical, critical moment for us. That's great. That's great. You also said something else a moment ago that I want to take a minute to, to touch on. And it was, I think, critical to, to any kind of partnership, really. And that was that you two were very focused. And by you two, I mean, you and Rodney were very committed to and focused on staying true to yourselves and staying true to those areas that you guys both know that you can bring value. And so it's been 24 years. Obviously, you've both grown and changed in many different ways over those 24 years. Is that a conversation that you guys have revisited over the years as you've both grown professionally? Yes, because, you know, Kim, that's a good question. I think that is something that you have to revisit 
as you grow, as things change, as the market changes, as you're confronted with new challenges or new opportunities, it is so important to reset. I would say I call it reset. The same things that we did in year two, year five, year 10 of being in business is not going to work today. You know, we're a different government. We're a different organization which may breed new requirements. And so one of the things that we were taught very early was to stay true to what do you do well and stay true to that because there are other experts and other subject matter expertise that's in the market that you should surround yourself with. And so whether that's a board, board members that bring specific expertise to the table that you do not possess, and that's perfectly okay, But recognizing that that gap in the skill set or that gap in the expertise that's needed to get to the next level, recognizing that gap is a wonderful thing. That is leadership. Trying to do everything is probably where we we fall short because we're small, small businesses. And I understand resources are really kind of scarce. And so we're wearing multiple hats and we got to do what we need to do. And, And truly, I do understand that. But I would say to those who are listening, you know, just recognizing what you do well and tapping into individuals that bring in those expertise that perhaps you don't have. And so we can really capitalize on how you move forward. That was really, really key. I think that's a that's an annual thing. He and I are looking at it even today in terms of where we are and how we want to move forward. And really, you know, it gets to a point where you start to kind of see what your passion is and instill what it takes to build business within the market. So being creative is all a part of it. It's always, I think we're doing what we sell to our customer, which is, you know, taking a look at where you are, look at where you want to be, and then mapping out how you want to get there. Well, it may look a little different than what you were doing two years ago, even last year, with all of the changes that are going on within the market. The key through that process is to allow each other to show up and be able to speak and be free to be creative and be free to kind of talk about the gaps without tearing each other down. I would say don't kind of turn inward, talk collaboratively and then identify what is needed and then build new relationships. And I think that that's what is so awesome because you can start expanding your relationships and building models or building solutions based on joint capabilities that allow us to move forward within the market and position ourselves. So that's an ongoing process. Many thanks to Dina for chatting with us today about establishing and maintaining healthy partnerships. Her messaging around knowing who you are and what you believe in and allowing that to drive your partnerships is critical to maintaining healthy relationships. Join us next week when we continue our conversation with Dina and learn more about TNH's culture and the importance of ingratiating that culture from the very first touch point of an employee. Thanks so much for listening today.